Welcome to Cisco Champion Radio. Today we'll be talking about my Cisco entitlements with Ali Newmitzwala and Tim Knapp. Our Cisco Champion hosts today are Peter Jan Nefkins, David Penaloza, and Matt Ouellette. As for me, I'm Brett Shore from the Cisco Product Marketing Team, and I'll be playing the part of moderator. Okay, Ali, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your role at Cisco, that'd be a great start. Sure thing. Thank you. Uh, my name is, as mentioned in the earlier, my name is Ali Nimachwala, and I'm the program lead for my Cisco entitlements. And the role that I play is uh, leading the program on how do we get the customer entitlements into the portal. So that's what my role is, and that's what I do. Fantastic. And Tim, same question for you. Sure. Uh, my name is Tim Knapp, and I'm actually a big customer evangelist. Um, I help to spread the news about different products and technologies that we're coming out with. And today we're talking about my Cisco entitlements. And the reason why I care a lot about these types of things is because I was a customer before I joined this company. And I used to work for a partner. So a lot of the woes that I see and I deal with here at Cisco Live are things that I've lived through. So it's always a really positive thing to reach new customers and help them to solve different types of problems. Great. David, uh, who are you, where are you, and what do you do? Oh, well, who am I? Who am I? <laughs> okay, uh, I work as a, as a network consultant for Verizon. I work every day with SD-WAN right now, since some months ago. And, well, I'm just a guy who makes a lot of noise on social media. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jan, same question. My name is Peter Nefkens, working as an independent consultant contractor and also working for a large shared service provider. Been working as a Cisco partner 20 plus years, sort of ish. So I know all those journeys and changes as well. Mm-hmm. Great, thanks. And last but not least, Matt, if you can answer the same question. Yeah, my name is Matt. Uh, I work for a, a large enterprise bar um, nationwide. So I'm, I'm very up in the, in the field delivering solutions with licensing involved. Right. Thanks, guys. Exciting. Now I'll pass this off to David to ask the first question. Okay. So let's start. First, can you give us a 30 seconds, you know, or maybe 45 just to give you some, some space, <laughs> definition about or, or an explanation about my Cisco entitlements, right? What are we actually referring here and what are we trying to solve? So just to, just to get started and then we can just go over it. Yeah. So a lot of this is about visibility. Uh, most customers don't typically have visibility into what they own or how they're using various assets. And what my Cisco Entitlements does is it gives you visibility, direct visibility into hardware, software, subscriptions, and services, all within a single location, and the ability to manage and use each of those elements. Okay. Sounds like licensing. It's like <laughs> licensing, but it's, it's more than that. It's licensing, it's hardware, it's your, your service contracts, and all of your subscriptions, all within the single view. Oh, wow. So, so more or less on top of which this is built, right? Because you're getting all this information from somewhere. So from where? <laughs> sure. So part of it um, is actually through telemetry. So with uh, things like smart accounts and smart licensing, products actually check in. And typically we know three things about a product in order for smart licensing to work. You have to know something about the product itself, which is typically the PID, the SUV, the SUDI, serial number, that kind of thing. You have to know about the smart account and you have to know the type of license that it wants to pull. So with knowing what's in the smart account today is one piece of it. Then you've got like the rest of the stuff that exists within your network, the hardware that's out there, your different service contracts. And we're getting this from internal data sources. We call it C3 or Cisco ready type of data. And it pulls a five year window of every single purchase that you've got. So the combination of those two 
for the most part, makes up the majority of stuff that's in your network. That means that we can also see which features then are supported given the specific license you're buying, right? If it's a P IP base, if it's something else, right? Yeah, because not only do you see um, what you've purchased, uh, you see what you're using, and then you can also see whether or not you've got a shortage or a surplus. Okay. But does it also include, uh, for example, end-of-life notices? So, I mean, Cisco has a history of putting out quite a lot of end-of-life announcements on software or hardware. Is that also so I can actually see which hardware that I have that I know is going to be AUL'd in like a year or two years? Absolutely. That's the beauty of this platform that enables you to see the entire life cycle of your assets. So if your assets are coming up for the renewals, not just renewals, right? We also try to show you saying, here are the products which are coming end of life. So you can plan what you need to do next, how you can make sure that your company is in compliance and has the required product to support the operations of what you need to do. So that is that is what we are building on this platform. Doug? Oh, so this is Matt. So uh, I heard you mention contracts, hardware, and licensing uh -huh. uh, as, a, as almost a single view. Um, is this going to give you the ability to see, because I've, I've been in instances where a bunch of hardware was purchased with licensing and it gets spread out over multiple accounts. Mm -hmm. uh, is that going to give us that view that we can see all of that in one place? It's truly one platform uh, where you can see entire suite of all the products that you have bought from Cisco under one platform. And more than that, it's not just showing you because showing does, it doesn't stop just at showing but we will allow you to take a lot of do a lot of things like you can open a RMA case you can you will be able to open a tag case if in case you need support to uh, do um, in, in for any services that you want uh, plus we have also enabled version upgrade so if you have licenses which requires version upgrade they we have the capability where you can go and directly download your latest version of uh, software and you can do all of those Plus, in future, what we will be enabling is download software. So you can just go and download the latest version of the software too. So all of those capabilities will be enabled on this platform and will help our customers in uh, doing the business as they would like to. All right. Is this, is this going to allow us also to move uh, particular licensing associated with particular contracts around? Definitely. So one of the things that we are building here is not just showing them, but being able to manage, as Tim was referring to earlier, alluding to, right, managing. Managing means that you should be able to see the content. And if you think the assets needs to be moved around from one location to another location, you would be able to do that. And in future, we will be allowing you to even rehost the licenses. So you will be able to rehost the licenses. You will be able to do um, new pack generations, all of those, go, those key features that we have. Today, distributed in various portals, various pages, they all will be available in my Cisco Entitlement as one platform. And it's all based on searches, based on end-user information. So That's even correct. if the end-user has procured hardware from different partners, which happens, mm -hmm. it's still in the single pane of view. Yes, yes. So the portal is for the end customer, where the end customer will see, regardless of who they bought from, they will also have the view saying from which partner they bought the asset from, but it's primarily for the customer to see what all products they have, yeah. regardless of the partners. Sounds like a ring to rule them all. So my question would be then, what happens with all the platforms we had before? So are you, uh, it's, it's my Cisco entitlements just 
taking the, or, or just replacing all the other or, or all the other platforms or or how's it gonna work right because that's too amazing to you know like sounds too good to to just be there and and also it's mentioned that it's taking information from some other platforms or tools so then the question is like is this going to take completely over and then suddenly you will just open your you know your, your menu and then everything will be there by magic or how do we play with this so we're not actually creating like a new database or anything like this this is actually pulling it from multiple sources so if you make an update let's say to an install location not only does it update it for your view but it actually writes it back to the source that it came from. So not only does it uh, give you a cleaner view, but it actually helps to make sure that we've got a cleaner view as well. So that when you do call in for an RMA, we're more likely to understand where it comes from. Now today with like LRP, you're familiar with LRP for classic licenses, packs, and then smart software manager, different location, completely different experience. We're starting to build in those capabilities to my Cisco entitlement. So you can register products, rehost licenses, see what you bought, see what you're using, and also do things like move licenses around where you need them in the network versus where they happen to be. Now, over time, as more and more customers start getting into my Cisco entitlements, um, yeah, then we could probably talk about looking at whether or not, you know, tools are going to be needed. Uh, but the whole point is to see first, can we build something that's going to be useful to you as customers uh, that you want to see long term? And we're doing this in an iterative approach, meaning uh, we're releasing features over time we're giving you early access to it to try it so that we can get your feedback and have a higher likelihood of building something that you're going to want to use year over year. Yeah, yeah, it sounds awesome because it's just a way that you can have a, you can have an unified unified well, let's say an unified set or, or, or repository with all the information you need instead of just opening like four different windows because it, hap it happens to me a lot right now even when I'm trying to make a deployment that I need to make sure that the license is there. I need to make sure that it's the right box. I need to make sure, you know, I need to open like five different Excel spreadsheets just to find the one I look, uh, I, I'm looking for. And, and then like, okay, this is the license, this is the serial, it's everything correct. So at least for me, it sounds like, well, like a good thing because all of us are being in these kind of nasty moments when the license is not helping. And like, well, insert here any of your experiences, doesn't yeah. matter, you'll find many funny stories. Yeah. Well, well, I, I see this <laughs> being, being very impactful to the, the software defined world that we're becoming in. Everything's a lot more organic now. Uh, and being that mobility to be able to move stuff around, I, I, I think will be very yeah. helpful. And hooking on that software defined, can I also use APIs to get that data out? Yes. Yeah. So, so that's the uh, that's the, our next step that we are trying to take over here. Uh, we don't have it right now, but that is what we are targeting towards the end of the year. Is where we are targeting the standard API. So what we call it as ISO one nine seven seven zero dash one, which is interoperability APIs, which means you would be able to integrate with the external systems through the API version, and that's ISO now 19770 is our software uh, terminology for the ISO standards. So we are being going to be compliant where we will enable those APIs to let our customers and partners engage with us through this uh, API integration and up be able to upload them no, through the API. Now I want to have early access just to play with the API. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, can, can we just so now I can pull all the data. Yeah. But While we're here at the show, we're actually doing live onboarding for customers. It takes like five minutes or less. We can enable a smart account for my Cisco entitlements and immediately pull in that five-year view so that you can see it real time. So if you're an admin on a smart account, 
stop by and we can actually get you set yeah. up. I would it. love to see that people are like, oh my God, I can see everything. Like that will be. <laughs> so so that now that you mentioned that, and we've mentioned early access a few times. Is there requirements to get to early access? Yeah. Uh, so I need your credit card number oh. uh, in advance. Oh. Now you got nasty. Uh, Social security <laughs> number. That kind of thing free. is pretty cool. So actually, well, I wanted to bring that up. You uh, can cancel that in every moment, remember. Like, <laughs> no, once they can, it cannot be canceled. Oh, oh just kidding. Okay. Like so, but seriously, there is no charge for this. This is not something we're looking to monetize because this is about visibility for our customers and our partners to actually see what you have and what you've purchased. It's stuff that we... Sh- you know, you should have already today. So no charge for it. As far as requirements for it, you have to have a smart account for my Cisco entitlements to work. And if you want to have full visibility, you have to be an admin on the smart account, um, which most of you most likely are. Uh, if you're not, somebody within your company definitely is mm-hmm. and they can make you an admin as well. So is that saying everybody has to be on smart licensing for this as a requirement or is it kind of kind of pull some of that old legacy stuff that's still sitting out there a little bit? So there's a distinction there. Um, just because it's a smart account does not necessarily imply smart licensing because you can have other types of assets in the smart account. The smart account is basically a container. Okay. And we put stuff into that container. It started out with licenses, smart licenses, and then eventually packs. And now we're actually doing subscription See? services and hardware. See, even in the discussion of what is smart and what is not, then we get on all this nasty stuff like this is not a box or this is something else like journal referring a circle is a sphere. So we, we get to this discussion, even discussing what is having what. So I, I can imagine that finally having everything on at least one single well, repository, one single place would be really helpful totally. Yeah. Uh, although I wouldn't give you my credit card details, but I love that you didn't say pane of glass, by the way. Please, no. <laughs> like the single pane of glass term is being used for everything. And then you get to a point where uh, it just you know, makes you cringe. Yeah, because you need to have multiple panes of glass. <laughs> <laughs> just like this room. I mean, so many panes of glass looking through. Yeah, the Terradian, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but the, way the, the way the interface works is uh, very mm-hmm. simple, straightforward tabs. You have a dashboard tab that shows you high-level views, things like last data support your service coverage, and then individual tabs for services and subscriptions, licenses and devices. You can start with a big bucket of stuff and whittle it down to exactly what you're looking for based on maybe when things are expiring, if it's past subscription date, if you've got an end of service that's coming up, all the major milestones you can easily sort and filter. Again, start with the big bucket of stuff, whittle it down to exactly what you want to see. So the thing is, it, yeah, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, so you mentioned uh, filtering down to that stuff that's coming into life or under support. Uh, are you going to have any alerting uh, built into that? Yes, in future, we will be building those alerts as well so that if, if your licenses are coming up or if you're over usage or underutilizing, so we will have those kind of alerts and notification built where we will upfront notify the customer saying, hey, for example, you are oversubscribing to the, what you have already subscribed to. So that way, the customer knows about them and they can take corrective actions to get those licenses and be in compliance with the, sure. With the license. Sure, be proactive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. talking about corrective actions, then you... Would you think that in the future there would be a way that it says, I don't know, dude, like you're using 80% of the maximum bandwidth you're allowed by your license. So then you will just click a button and, well, eventually pay, right? But just click a button and you get just your, your license upgraded. There will be something like this because that would be awesome. I mean, it gets to be, let's be honest, it gets to be a little bit miserable when they tell you like, you don't have the throughput license. So then you're just getting a 70 max throughput, which is like really depressing and well, you need to call somebody, get the license, and then, you know, click a bunch of buttons and emails, escalate, and then suddenly, if you're lucky, after some days, then, oh, well, it's fixed. But do we get to a way or do we get to a stage where this is going to be simplified? 
Yes. So what we are trying to build over here is one thing that we are not trying to do here is being a transactional system where we will right now the focus is on showing everything that gotcha. you own. Uh, transactability, what we are trying to do here is we are going to provide a view mm -hmm. so that in future, when you have a need where you want to do your renewal, for example, right? So this platform will help you in getting those numbers saying, yes, for example, if you're underutilizing your licenses. So let's say initial purchase, you did, you bought 100 licenses, but throughout your life cycle of two years or three years that you bought and you realize saying you're only using 75% of it. So this this uh, uh, platform will provide you that view so that you can you can um, adjust the renewals in such a way like it will be optimum for your yeah, current. Yeah, you can trim it down to not over-utilize yes. or not under-utilize yes. um, As a partner, I've come to a couple of customers that didn't have a smart account or any account at all. And then it's for me like, okay, what are your smart nets? And they look like, what are smart nets? And I know they were being delivered, so they should be on the contract. There's a partner providing those technical services, usually during a troubleshooting case one, priority one case. Is there a way for me as a Cisco partner to have that customer look up and see that necessary information in a single spot? Because that actually makes troubleshooting much easier and know which talk case I can open or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's actually where this is going to help too. I think from a partner point of view, if you have customers that are interested in this and they have a uh, smart account today, that's great. If they don't, it takes like five minutes to set up a smart account. Then we can enable it for my Cisco entitlements and then start to pull in all of those views for hardware, software, subscriptions, and services. And I think partners are interested because it's going to give you better visibility to help your customers with yes. when it comes to what they own and how they're using various things within the network. Yeah. Okay, really sounds awesome. So is there anything else we can, oh. we can catch up on? If not, then I guess. So yeah. one thing that I would like to mention here yes. is the way we are building this journey is uh -huh. we are enabling capabilities as referred by Tim earlier. We are slowly in enabling these capabilities. The idea here is and the reason why we are calling it as early adopters are because we want to onboard the customers and partners onto this platform and not throw them into the platform with tons of features then they get lost in where we are we are building slowly and we are educating them how do you use it step by step we have uh, the guides the provide necessary adoption team that we have to help them onboard them and make them understand how to leverage the features what kind of support they will need and that's the whole idea of how we are building and why we are doing an earlier option over here yeah, so let's talk about the iterative approach right um, we've got a basic set of features works very well nice and super fast we release new features. We give it to you to try it out. Mm -hmm. You tell us, do you like it? You don't like it. What other features do you want to see? And this is going to give us a better shot of actually building something that's going to stand this you know, test of time. What I don't want to see happen is us to go into like a year-long development cycle only to pop up and go, ta-da, we've got something new for you and have your response oh, that's be, not that job. Not, that's not what I want. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, so that's how we're trying to do this and actually build something that's going to be useful to you. I mean, the information in there um, is wonderful. I know because I, I used to work for a partner. I used to be a customer before, you know, before I started here. So a lot of these things that I'm looking for, I'm just really excited about talking with people yeah. about it and showing them exactly what this is opening up. Yeah, because it's now a single view instead of, I know that there's like hundreds of databases within Cisco yeah. with all kinds of data. And now it's in a single 
Yeah, you can Both see him. You. you can see him excited, explaining, and he's almost shedding a tear, and you know, on the side, like, <laughs> this is going to work. It's you should see like... my breakout session on Wednesday. <laughs> I'll be balling. Yeah. So, so speaking speaking of, are there is there a place for people to go for resources to see if they want to get on the early adoption on this? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to cisco.com/go/mce. There's a nice little shiny green sign me up button, and all you have to do is tell us your name, your smart account. Somebody reaches out to you within 24 hours, we get you turned on, get you into my Cisco entitlements. And get you play for it. That's awesome. Why do you still need to have the credit card as it's free? Absolutely. But why? Which, I'm sorry, one more time? There was something about credit card number. I was kidding about that. A lot of people ask. <laughs> a lot of, so I, when we, I really we, believe that. <laughs> 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 so when Come on. we explain this, I always kind of get that, you know, hey, this is great. And then... Everybody kind of pauses and go, okay, so what's this going to cost? Yeah, what's, what's the catch, Lauren? It's free. We're not charging for it. We only take No cash. credit card. We are not charging, <laughs> yeah, like, are not charging for it yet. <laughs> no, but truly this, this product is going to be for the customer. We are not trying to monetize this framework at all. It's for our customer, for our partners, and for all of us to be able to view the data that we owe so to our customer. Is there going to be a feedback button on it to keep yes. applying feedback? Because I think yep. anytime we start talking licensing and contracts and hardware and who, who has what, there's always a lot of feedback um, just on how complex it is or how can we make it better. Yeah, so part of that is with the direct interactions we have on partners and customers that are going through the pilot right now. Uh, we are building in a link where they'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to click on it and say, I've got feedback for you right now. Right now, we're kind of doing it manually by email. Uh, so it's my Cisco entitlements at Cisco.com uh, or what people are sending it directly to. So part of it is just with, you know, regular day-to-day interactions and others uh, coming through email. Other people call my cell phone. Uh, you know, it varies. As long as people are giving feedback, that's the important thing. Okay, that's awesome. Then, well, I do believe we squeezed as much as we could from the topic without end up crying which is good so i would like to thank you for your time uh, maybe if you can remind us where we can find you maybe on twitter and facebook linkedin god knows what else so i don't know any of you guys on social media so we can just reach out to you or your email or anything sure so mine is at tweet tim k and the overall program that we have for this is uh, at cisco software and ali for me it's ali hi at uh, twitter Mm-hmm. And uh, you can reach out to us at mycisco.entitlement.com. So that's our mailer that we are using for onboarding any customer. If you have any questions further, you can reach out to that email mailer that we have set up for our partners and customers to reach out to okay. us. Okay, yeah, awesome. uh, So it's actually mycisco.entitlements at cisco.com is the email address. Okay. And then the website is cisco.com slash go slash mce. I'm glad this is recorded because at some point typing, I will get just a little bit confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Peter John, why don't, we just, why don't you remind us where we can find you? And... My, uh, my Twitter handle is pjnf. Uh, I'm at Matt Olette. I won't spell it because there's too many letters, uh, but you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just got a Cisco champion list and then find Matt. Yeah, there's a champions list, actually. Okay, so my name is David Penalosa. You can find me on Twitter and David Samuel PS. And, well, this has been Cisco Champion Live from Cisco Live US, San Diego. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks, everyone. This has been another great episode of Cisco Champions Radio. I want to thank all of you for joining us today, especially Ollie and Tim for sharing their insights. And to Peter Jan, Matt, and David for hosting today's session. Look for this episode and other episodes on iTunes and on cisco.com slash go slash CCR. I'm Brett Shore, and I played the part of today's moderator. Until next time.